Blog Talk Radio. Don't touch me. I'll beat your brains out. I think that the NFL knows what Randy Moss has done with marijuana, and I think the NFL knows what Randy Moss does with marijuana. Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Good morning. And thank you for joining me. Ha! Top of the morning. Those of you already on Facebook Live, the millions obviously listening around the world on Blog Talk Radio, live from Hollywood, California. This is Tough Love. I am Alistair Conrad. Hopefully everybody is having a great Sunday fun day so far. There's already football on uh, in Wembley Stadium. It's Tennessee against the, the Chargers. Funny enough, by the way, I can't remember exactly what year it was, but I want to say it was somewhere. He got married. Nobody wanted to go to the Tennessee Charger game that Sunday, uh, and so I went alone. Uh, we were down in San Diego. That's where the wedding was, and I ended up going to see a 34-14 Charger beatdown. Speaking of beatdown, I also saw a guy at Qualcomm Stadium. They have escalators that go from the floor all the way up to the second level, to the top deck, and this dude got his ass beat all the way down the escalator by four dudes literally stomping this guy. Um, and then at the bottom, there was four cops just waiting for them to, to be arrested. It was awesome. Um, Mark says it's a 6.30 local start for Charger fans. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, I've been up for a while. I couldn't sleep. Uh, I don't know what was going on. I woke up at 3 and then 5 and I feel like the Army commercial. I've done more before 9 o'clock than most people do in a day. Uh, anyway, let's get to it. Thanks again for joining. Uh, real quick, my title of the show actually said, you know, FLA versus Boston. Uh, when it comes to the World Series, and you guys know me, I honestly don't really give a shit when it comes to baseball. But, you know, what people don't understand is, I can't congrats to both of them for making the world series, but it's hard for me to respect a league that doesn't institute a salary cap. So, wow. What a surprise. Los Angeles Dodgers, the people, the team that spends the most money is in the world series. Weird Boston Red Sox top three in spending weird. They're in. Exactly what Major League Baseball wanted. L.A., Boston, East Coast, West Coast. I get it. 
But at the same time, you know, being a fan of those teams is like being a hot chick. You don't get the fact that you're just lucky. You're born that way. You were born in L.A. or born in Boston or born in New York. And so you're just a fan. And because of the size of the city, you get to spend the most money. I don't necessarily think that people understand that and, and respect the fact that they're just lucky. Like I say, it's the hot chick who's just born hot, but she thinks she's great without understanding she hit the fucking genetic lottery. That's all it is. And so, you know, yeah, from somebody that, you know, from Minneapolis, of course I'm cheering from Milwaukee. Milwaukee to beat Boston, of course. You know, and people from L.A., people from the East Coast, they don't, they think there's just farms. In Minnesota, they don't even, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's insane. They don't, and so I get it. I understand that nobody gives a shit about Minnesota or Milwaukee and, and, and Wisconsin and any middle country states here in Los Angeles. I've asked numerous people, or, you know, told people where I'm from. They don't have a clue where Minnesota is. And it's just, it's fascinating, really. But therefore, that's why I'm just like, yeah, I can't respect baseball. Because they don't have a salary cap. And then people from those cities just think they're fucking great. And they're too stupid to realize they just have the most money. That's it. Like, it's, it's real easy to just be a GM of a team where all you got to do is just spend money to get the best players. Like, with a salary cap in football, they have done it for 19 years. That's fucking insane. Think about it. All you Tom Brady haters out there and Bill Belichick haters and Patriot haters, you have to accept the fact that they are unbelievable. They have done this for almost two decades. We talk about the Steelers, team of the 70s, 49ers, team of the 80s. That's one decade. Patriots have been doing this for 19, almost 20 years. Two constants, Brady and Belichick. Think of all the people who have come and gone out of that organization. I've talked about this before, but what they do is insane. And that, to me, garners respect. Whether you hate the Patriots or not, you have to respect the fact that with the salary cap, they were able to... Insane. It's insane. I mean, their, their dominance has lasted longer than the war... In the Middle East, that's only been going on for since '03. You know, with bullshit that is. So anyway, that is what I feel about baseball. It's just, it's you know, unless you're from a big city, who who cares then? Who cares? You know, I mean, it's uh, yes. Once in a while, there's going to be a team. It just happens to get there. You now that's uh, from a small market, and uh, you know, I mean, that's just not the that's not the norm. So anyway, moving on. <clears throat> Jimmy Butler, the Timberwolves. I just, I have to touch on this real quick. You know, fans bug the shit out of me. If you're going to boo somebody, boo them the whole game. Don't be a hypocrite. If you don't like Jimmy Butler, which is shocking if you don't, because heaven forbid. From other teammates who are getting paid millions and millions upon dollars and only are offensive, and they don't try on defense. 
It's that Jimmy Butler, he might not be the best player in the league, but you can't like hate him for his effort. And so for him to call out his teammates, good for him. Good for him. Carl Anthony Towns sucks on defense. Andrew Wiggins could be Scotty Pippen on defense, but he chooses not to be. So what do the Minnesota fans do? They boo the shit out of him on opening night in Minnesota, almost boo him off the court. And then once he starts scoring, they cheer every one of his 33 points. Fuck you. Like, make up your mind. Make up your mind. You're either going to hate him or you're going fi- to cheer him on. Don't, don't boo him and then start cheering him when he scores a 33. It's bullshit. I got fired up. I hate that. Uh, you know, fans, to me, that, that just screams uneducated fans. Fair weather. They're just there to, they don't know. They don't follow it. They're just there. They got money to be there. And, oh, I'm supposed to boo this guy? We're supposed to boo Jimmy. Okay, boo. And then he starts scoring. And they're like, yay, this guy's scoring. I mean, it's so dumb. I hope Jimmy Timberwolves. I pray he leaves the Timberwolves and goes to a team that's good and that wants to try, you know, fuck, fuck cat. Fuck Wiggins. I'm tired of them. I'm tired of our society being such pussies. I say this every week. Every week, I'm just tired of it. Heaven forbid you got a guy who works hard. Heaven forbid. Um, anyway, <laughs> you see that Lakers-Houston game last night? I love it. Um, anyway, I don't know. I got 20 minutes left. Uh, I will touch on this. LeBron to L.A., um, you know, obviously they're not going to do anything this year, uh, but they will be competitive. I don't even think they'll make the playoffs, but they could. Um, they're not going to go very far, um, you know, but it's, it's good for basketball. It's good for the city. It's good. It, you know, it was kind of interesting, yet at the same time, cool to see LeBron in a Lakers jersey. Um, you know, again, talk to me when it's, February or March, you know, and football season's over and we still have three or four months to go in basketball season, you know, like we're two games in it's November or it's October. So yeah. And Rondo and Chris Paul, you know what? I like that stuff. We're talking, you know, I grew up with eighties basketball, the bad boy Pistons, Dr. J and, and, and Larry Bird do all the time. All the time. And now it happens. Everybody's like, holy shit. Oh, my God. That was the almost daily occurrence in the 80s. It was awesome. It was, it was fun. Just the same thing with football. Just a different time. I, I, I got to get over it. It's tough for me to do so. Um, anyway, real quick, it is interesting to me that Kawhi Leonard, DeMar DeRozan, basically switched spots. And I'm interested to see how it plays out. I, you know, just for this season, because who knows where Kawhi is going to end up. But just for this season, I'm interested to see how they do with their respective teams. Um, obviously, Kawhi, I don't think, played last night. Uh, Jimmy Butler sat out. Gordon Hayward sat out. You know, I, I get Gordon Hayward. He's coming back from an injury. It's a long season. You might want to give him some rest. You know, he played, you know, opening night, whatever. But Jimmy Butler... are doing it on purpose because they don't, you know, or want to overwork him because they will trade him. Jimmy Butler will be traded by the trade deadline. You're either a lot of 
a little of something is a lot better than a lot of nothing. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, Butler will be gone. And, uh, yeah, especially against the Knicks. It's just like, whatever. So, moving on. It is football, and that's, uh, that's my jam, as you all know. Uh, Vikings go to New York today to take on the Jets. Uh, you know, I mean, Jets have won two straight. Vikings should win this game. Should win this game. Um, you know, but again, I hearken back to week three where the Vikings lost to Buffalo and not only lost, but got the shit kicked out of them at home to Josh Allen, who arguably is the worst quarterback out of the bunch that came out this year. And Vikings got game here in Los Angeles against the Rams. Well, guess what? All of a sudden they got the Jets today. And next week, Sunday night football, they got the Saints. In a, a rematch of last year's playoff game, the Minneapolis Miracle, blah, blah, blah. But this is a trap game. I hate it's very cliche, but it is true. Unfortunately, it's true because as professionals, they shouldn't be looking ahead, especially with what happened at Buffalo or in, no, 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 against Buffalo in Minneapolis. The Vikings should never look ahead ever again, but they do have the Saints next weekend. And that is a, obviously a big-time game. Uh, but it's interesting. Uh, Al, Kirk Cousins obviously came down to choose between the Jets and the Vikings. Uh, he chose Vikings. And the Jets go with Sam Darnold. Al, I mean, I don't know. I, God, I hope I don't have a call. Good luck. 213-943-3423. 3423 if you have any comments. Um, keep looking back at that page, but, um, you know, Sam Darnold, I like Sam Darnold. Is he good right now? Like, ah, eh, I mean, it, it's only, it's young. It's a young season again next year. And from then on is going to be the telltale sign of him and Josh Rosen and the rest, just because every first year you don't have a lot of tape on the guy. So Sam Darnold, Ah, run the, if I'm the Jets, I run the football. They don't, they don't have anybody to pass to. I'm, I'm not, you know, Vikings are only favored by three and a half. Vegas generally knows what they're doing. Hi, hi. And, uh, you know, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm. Obviously, they should win, but I hate the fact that everybody's like, oh, Adam Thielen is going to go off for 200 yards today. Yeah, they got, there's no uh, Tremaine Johnson. There's no the other cornerback. Adam Thielen's going to go off. Stephon Diggs is going to go off. And that type of stuff is uh, it's karmatic. It's cancerous. And, uh, you know, anytime it's just like, oh, yeah, going to go kill it. If I, if I was a betting dude, I would take all my money and put it on Stephon Diggs today. Just like back in the day when Jerry Rice was playing in his last game as a 49er. Everybody thought they were going to go and give him the, you know, all the catches in the world. Terrell Owens got 20 catches that day against the Bears. 20. And that could be what happens with Stephon Diggs today. I hope so. I have Stephon Diggs on my fantasy team. And that would be great. Uh, but to say about it, I just don't. I want Vikings should win this game. I understand. The Jets have won two straights. Their, their defense is, nah, all right. In fact, what is, 
I want to say the defense is underperforming quite a bit to the tune of like 23rd in the league or something like that. Um, You know, offensively, they're not that great. They run the ball. They don't pass. Vikings are kind of the opposite. They're passing the ball really well right now. They're not running the ball really well, except last week, obviously, Murray went for a buck 55. If he can do that again, that'd be great because Delvin Cook is out. And I don't know if I mentioned this last week or if I mentioned it this week, but Dalvin Cook is starting to get very eerily close to Leonard Fournette. And that is troublesome to, to this guy. Just because, like, you have to be so, but availability is just as important as productivity. I didn't make that. Somebody else said that, but it's true. Uh, and so you have to be available. You have to play. Uh, and Dalvin Cook, you know, I mean, the more Murray busts out games like last week, Dalvin Cook all of a sudden might see his role diminish, um, which would be unfortunate because he's super talented. So is Leonard Fournette. But Leonard Fournette is more of a bitch than Dalvin Cook. I, I, I think that is true. I don't know if it is or not, but both of them are missing time with the sore hammy. Uh, so. Anyway, moving on, Vikings should win this game, and they should by 10. They should, uh, they should win comfortably. They're favored by three and a half. You know, again, if you're a betting dude, I would take those three and a half. They, if they win by less than three and a half, obviously it's still a win, but something. Okay, so obviously there's some good games. Good games, Tennessee and Chargers going on right now. This is a this is good. Who's got it, by the way? Is this actually Tennessee's ball on second and goal? I don't know. It doesn't tell me. But either way, that's a, that's closing up shop. Games obviously start at ten here. There's one game, obviously the Patriots and the Bears. Uh, it could have been so much bigger this week if the Bears didn't shit the bed at Miami last week. Um, you know, but I mean, it still should be a good game. Gronk is out again. That's unfortunate. The guy misses way too many games. He's a surefire Hall of Famer. Don't get me wrong, but it's unfortunate the amount of games that this guy misses. Um, and Khalil Mack is going to be, you know, hampered a little bit. He's questionable, but he is going to play um, wicked amounts of luster. But Khalil Mack is going to play. It is in Chicago. I'm excited to watch that, too. Um, Should be a good game. Carolina at Philadelphia, a very, very important game for both teams. Philly's in that three-headed race uh, in the east with Washington and Dallas. Carolina is obviously fighting uh, in the south. I'm telling you right now, I think the most intriguing matchup of the day is New Orleans and Baltimore. Um, Number one offense right now, scoring offense against the number one scoring defense in Baltimore. Um, you know, I mean, the interesting stat, right? Drew Brees has beaten every team in the league except Baltimore. Uh, and he could have the opportunity to do it today. I don't, I, you know, I don't know what to think of that game. Oh, hold on a sec. Yeah, hold on. I know that game is. Baltimore by two and a half. So basically they're getting the three for the home field. Uh, but that's, that to me is a great game. Tennessee just scored extra point away from tying it up. Who scored? Was that Mariota? That dude is going to get 
killed. One of these days, he's going to miss time because he, he just gets the shit kicked out of him every week. Yeah, that's a touchdown. That's a touchdown. They need an extra point. They talk. Could be an overtime game in London, in Wembley. Uh, but so two and a half by Baltimore. And, you know, I mean, the way the Saints are playing right now, I, I just don't know what to think about it. I will say this. Is it not interesting that through the first four games, when Mark Ingram was gone, Alvin Kamara blew up. He went absolutely crazy, right? And now that Ingram is back, Kamara, the last two weeks, has kind of been MIA a little bit. And for a guy who was as productive as Kamara was, I mean, I know Ingram isn't bad, but he's not Kamara. And to me, you know, obviously you, you got Ingram now, so you're not going to work him as hard. But shit, I would, <laughs> I'd still be using Kamara more than I would Ingram. In the last two weeks, that hasn't been the case. Um, and as far as Baltimore goes, Joe Flacco, who knows? Um, yeah, I mean, that's in their running game. Their, their offense is, you know, their offense, are, they've just always been like that. I do have Willie Sneed, and so I'm hoping that he does something. Um, Dino, what's up, bud? Saints, uh, I'm telling you right now, think about this. This is what the Saints, their next three games, at Baltimore, against the Vikings, and I can't remember where that game is. I think it's in Minnesota. And then against the Rams. They've got Baltimore, Minnesota, and the Rams. The next three games for the Saints. They're 4-1 right now. If they can win two out of those three, that's insane. If they can win one out of those three, that would be more realistic, uh, maybe. I want to see exactly where those games are. So, yeah, at Ravens at Vikings, home against the Rams, and then at the Bengals, and then the Eagles. Holy shit. That's, that's tough. Holy cow, that's tough. I just did read something, uh, Jermon Bushrod. Dang it, that's just terrible news. Um, his newborn daughter died. Golly, that's, that's tough. That is tough. Um, so, you know, Saints obviously dealing with heavy hearts, uh, you know, this morning. God, that sucks. Yowza. Uh, <clears throat> uh, again, anybody wants any, uh, any opinions on my, my rant on the Dodgers and Red Sox and how jaded baseball is, call in. Vikings and Jets. Um, you know. Oh, something that's interesting. Speaking of basketball, um, college basketball kids are apparently going to get 125 grand to play in the G League. So if you're a top, top level high school player and don't want to partake in the one and done bullshit that it is, you can apparently go to the G League and make 125 grand for that year, play amongst other high profile players and, you know, obviously developmental dudes in the NBA. Um, And I mean, wow, that's actually really, really that's a good deal. I just saw that. Um, and I, I'm all for it. What's up with the one and done? It doesn't matter. These kids come March. Once March Madness is over, they, don't, they drop out of school anyway. They don't care. They could care less. It doesn't matter. Um, so, yeah, I'm all for it. Have at it. Uh, what am I missing? I feel like I'm missing something. 
on the Vikings, Jets, anything like that, um, you know, shoot me any. You guys want to? Uh, I got like five minutes left. You want to ask any questions on Facebook uh, Live? Have at it. Uh, except your Saints, Dino. I give a shit about your Saints. You know that. Although you can ask a question about them if you want. I'll answer it. Um, but yeah, I don't know what else really to talk about. Um, I'm excited. Oh, hold on. They reversed the Tennessee call? I just saw this. So it's fourth and goal. I'll, I'll keep you updated. It's fourth and goal. Tennessee's ball, 35 seconds left in the game. And uh, this is obviously their last chance summer dance uh, for Tennessee. You know, if it was New England right here, obviously Tom Brady would just sneak it in and it'd be over. Uh, Marcus Mariota under center. Tight end in motion. They're in an I formation, heavy. And the, oh, play action. Touchdown! Touchdowns. You know, Corey Davis sucks, by the way. He's on my team, my fantasy team, and he hasn't done shit. Oh, oh, Tennessee's going for two. Oh, going for two. This is huge. What are they doing? Why are they going for two? Why? I mean, you're three and three, Tennessee. Why? And what is, we'll see how this plays out. I don't agree with this at all. Whatever. They're not going to get it. I doubt. Oh, my God. This is, this is bad. Chargers open this game with a 75-yard touchdown pass. And I thought it was just going to be over. Curtains and Tennessee comes back, makes it a game, and now they're actually going for the win. And here we go. Shotgun formation. Mario takes it. Uh-oh. Nobody throw to. Oh. Oh. Oh, holding. Oh, incomplete. Incomplete. Depends on what the flag is, but this could be going for two. Or no. Defensive. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Defensive holding. Defensive holding. Oh, my God. God, another chance. I'm telling you, being a Vikings fan is difficult, but being a Chargers fan, that would suck too. There's no doubt. (laughs) That would suck too. Uh, Here we go, though, I guess. Another uh, shot at the two-point conversion. God, I hope they don't get it now. I really hope they don't get it. Damn it. I love Phillip Rivers. I do. I like the Chargers. This would be a big loss for them. Sitting at four and two, what a what are they going for a what is this? Under center, Marriott under center. I need misses! Yes! <laughs> yes! Good. I know my buddy Jonathan at work is just gonna hate me on Monday tomorrow. But uh, you know what? Put it this way: the Chargers have much more of an opportunity to go to the playoffs and make noise than Tennessee does. It's not even close. It's not an argument. Phillip Rivers is better come playoff time than Mariota, so on and so forth. So this is good for the Chargers. Keep pace with the Chiefs, so on and so forth. I will say this for the Tennessee Titans, and we see it with Tom Thibodeau and the, and the Timberwolves. Your inability to let go of your former players uh, or, in Mike Vrabel's case, the mentality like, oh, I need, I need a former Patriot. Like Tom Thibodeau for the Timberwolves 
has brought in numerous Timberwolves or Chicago Bulls from when he coached there. Luol Deng, uh, uh, Derek Rose, Taj Gibson, probably a couple other dudes. And Mike Vrabel is doing the same thing at, at Tennessee. Deion Lewis at running back, both corners who suck, by the way, Malcolm Butler and Logan Ryan. They both get paid, and they're both just average corners. They weren't that great at New England. You know, I mean, it's just this funny to let go. It's funny. I don't, uh, I don't get it. Um, I got 60 seconds left here on the show. I thank all of you, obviously, uh, for tuning in. Outside kick does not go through. I will be seeing Mark at Jameson's shortly uh, to go and watch the Vikings and Jets because, obviously, that game is not going to be televised here on the West Coast, uh, being that, number one, nobody gives a shit about the Vikings here, and number two, Jets are obviously on the other coast. Um, So I will be cruising over to Jameson's and taking part in their $13 all-you-can-drink Bloody Marys and mimosas from 10 to 3. (laughs) <laughs> hey, my, I'm, I'm like giving a shout out to Jameson's right now. Should give a shout out to everybody else. 10 seconds, Facebook Live. I love you guys. Have a wonderful day. Drive fast, take chances, and I will see you Tuesday night. Blog talk. Have a great day, guys. See ya. Bye. Love you, Brian. <laughs>